0: No, no, Mind sir. if I move
1: in At closer? At least I'm going to say that I try. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really
2: can't Oh, baby, stay. don't hold out,
0: baby. Oh, it's cold, cold All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is called sigh 903 Mornings of Lone Star here on IRLoneStar.com, Montgomery County's community morning radio show. We're on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and, and Facebook Live also. And... Uh, Hanging out in the studio with me is, of course, my normal person who I hang out with (laughs) every morning. Well,
2: that's open to debate. Oh, you mean the usual. I
0: mean you. you. And uh, we are hanging in the downtown Conroe Studios at LSCR, and uh, it is a nice little morning. I think a lot of juried people are getting out. I saw a whole herd of them leaving the courthouse this morning. So maybe they got canceled, or maybe the somebody... Judge,
2: maybe the judges all went, uh, d- defendants, you know, Merry Christmas. Get out of here, you murderers and thieves.
0: If only we were so lucky just to just release them onto the streets of Conroe, Texas. But, uh, but yeah, welcome. It's Monday. It is the 10th of December, and uh, today's special guest will be Jody Schreier. She'll be coming back in before the 15th. If you know, this 15th is the day for hope.
2: For the holidays.
0: So... Uh, that event is going on, and we, uh, I believe she wants to give away more tickets. So, if you're interested in that event, we'll be posting more about that on our Facebook page. Uh, let's see, what else have we got going on? Uh, I think that's really it for today. Uh, we did post this week's schedule for the show. So, if you're interested, go to our event side of Morning's Lone Star. I believe we'll have a replay Tuesday and Thursday if we don't find a guest, but we will be here on Wednesday and Friday. Uh, yeah, so this is kind of the week before the week everyone shuts down, so everyone's making their final plans. I know, uh, we had to go to Beaumont yesterday. I'm sorry. For, uh, wedding stuff. And, uh, we got all that solved, so that was fun. And I was like, man, don't y'all, have y'all ever heard of FaceTime?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. So,
0: uh, I got a little, little knock for that one. But, uh, but yeah, it was a good weekend for me. I barbecued and did all that cool stuff. What did you do?
2: I did lots of stuff. I, uh, through my company, we were busy. We had, uh, I actually had to contract, uh, bring in some members of, of the C3 family to uh, help me take photos and videos. Uh, we provided publicity for uh, last night, Hope Point Anglican Church had this huge Christmas uh, concert with the Woodlands Boys Choir and some other organizations. Okay. And what they did is they actually had these living tableaus. So, you know, as the songs happen, on the stage behind a screen, you know, you get, like, some classical Christmas painting on the screen, like the the video screen. And then on the stage behind a, a mesh screen, they would bring it to life with actors. And okay. uh, so that was just, it was beautiful. Just a lot of fun there. Uh, pro- provided some videos and stuff for this office Christmas party that was huge. It was at the uh, uh, the Holiday Inn a ballroom and Shenandoah. Oh man, that, that was a party that just would not stop. And yeah, so a lot, busy. Uh, and a, a surprise for me. Uh, my stepson ha, uh, has uh, moved home, so he's he's staying with us for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. That uh, sounds like a surprise.
2: <laughs> surprise. Christmas surprise! Christmas surprise! Hi, I'm out of the army and here I am. So, no, it's just doing great. And uh, and today is a special day. It is Mrs. Skippy's birthday.
0: Happy birthday, Mrs.
2: Skippy! That's right. So, you know, I'd be remiss to to not say it here. So, yeah, and I also did uh, four, three or four of those detective shows in a row.
0: Were you, uh, ever, were you ever the killer?
2: Uh, yeah, twice I was the killer, and twice I was uh, uh, twice I was the killer. Once I was a uh, plant, and once I was the victim.
0: Oh, cool! So you yeah. get murdered there. Yeah. What's your murder sound like? Do you have like a gasp, or is it more of like, do you do full commitment acting? Like, oh, do you actually defecate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how committed are you to this well, role? Well,
2: I don't defecate myself, but I do for for extra realism. After I'm lying there dead, you know, I'll do the the spasmodic foot twitch every oh, now oh, and he then. Had,
0: he had beans. Oh.
2: It's a, you know, remember The Rock when Nicholas said, okay, you've been around dead bodies. Is that normal? The foot thing? Yes, the foot thing. So I'll do the foot thing. And uh, yeah, to, to be the uh, the first to die, it's called the FTD. It's a lot of fun. First off, you get out of there early. You don't get to eat dinner with everyone else, but you know, you spend the first hour schmoozing with everybody during the cocktail hour and kind of making it yourself obvious that a lot of people think you're the killer. And so then you leave for a while. I quote, get killed by the real killer out, you know, out in another room. And then in the middle of uh, when the host is going on about, okay, so these are the rules and these are people I want to talk to in the middle of that, I, the, the, the first guy comes in with a bloody shirt and a fake knife going, ah, I've been stabbed. And then just proceed to ham it up to your heart's content. You know, I like to scream out. This sucks. I'm 53 years old, and I just now, I mean just last week, paid off my student loans or Well, Well, you know, I was thinking
0: about you doing this. Has mm -hmm. anyone ever done it where they don't tell anybody it's a murder mystery show, or is that like legally you have to?
2: Well, once people are there. Now, some of the parties, like the private parties – because, you know, when it's the public show, it's called The Dinner Detective. And so, so. you pay a lot of well, money. Because
0: I, mean, I think that changes the mindset of the patron. Because you're sitting there like, any one of these people could be it. And then I turn on my facial recognition software on my phone. And I'm like,
2: killer. Oh, I got him. Well, the thing is, if if you have a name tag in there, you know, you could be the killer. That That's the rule. And they tell people, none of the deaths here are real. And then we crack a joke. Well, unless somebody starts choking on their food, you know. And, so it's a place
0: and time. That's
2: yeah, and so and a time. lot of the real people are set up, uh, you know, the people that pay for tickets. Uh, they're set up to look like they're the killer too. So it's a lot of fun because, you know, there's a cash well, prize for the person. is there a who game
0: it. where you can play it like that, where, like, you get your cards and then you open up your name tag and it's like, says you're the killer? But you're oh, I'm, to I'm sure, but, yeah,
2: there are variations of the game.
0: So would you say this dinner thing is more of entertainment than, like, a puzzle? Kind of like you know, like escape room. That was more of a puzzle than yeah. Escape entertainment. room is
2: like for the hardcore. This is for people just to have a lot of fun, get yeah. drunk, eat dinner, uh, interview, interrogate oh, so like other people. Oh, a regular night for me. All right. Yeah. yeah right. So uh, people Ex- get murdered, and then you have the detectives coming out and making you know okay. just keeping it's a lot of fun. All right. And because uh, like uh, after the first to die, like when you walk into the room, the 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 outline, the tape outline of the body is already there, and so people are like, oh wow, there's someone died. And so when the person who gets murdered comes in and does their big spiel, they have to fall into the the outline of the body, and then make fun of you know trying to trying to contort to fit how you know how the tape is, and then later on, people from the audience are chosen to reenact the murder, um, and so they have to do it. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, we had one, but there was one night where it was a private party. It was during the huge honking storms. You know, the rain was coming down. It was Saturday night, and it was at this Brazilian steakhouse in uh, Vintage Park. Have you ever eaten at a Brazilian steakhouse? Like house? a f- Figo? F- like a Fogo de chow or something? I've heard of them. I've never eaten there. Oh, my Lord. It uh, You get stuffed to the gills. Do you think they all have dogs? I, I, I'm trying to catch a like,
0: can you? Because I know every time I cook, and there's always, like, little scraps, we always say the scraps. Oh, so I can't imagine how many scraps they have there, just because they don't—they literally cut it off the skewer right in front of you. Yes. So there's got to be some scraps. No one's gonna be like allowed. to I would serve say that. there's
2: not a single member of the wait staff that ever goes hungry.
0: Because I mean, there's got it. There's got to be so much waste there.
2: I don't and know. Not, not for People... not
0: because they're wasteful. It's just because like there's. I mean, me, I'm not really a picky eater. But if someone came up to me with a half-cut piece of meat, like, "Do you want this?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll I'll take that." And then. uh... But some people, like, say you, like, no, I don't want, why would I want something that's already been cut off of?
2: No, oh, I'll take
3: it.
0: <laughs> so some people, that's when you learn who, who no. who's going to survive the apocalypse and who isn't.
2: But that was an interesting party because it, it was dragging on the... The the bathroom visits or what? Well, no, it's uh, usually there's a the timetable you follow, for okay, for an hour. There's, you know, the cocktail hour. Oh, yeah, can, yeah, yeah, For an hour of this. And this company who, you know, they paid good money for the experience, so all, the, all of us actors were, you know, into it. Uh, but like the cocktail thing, they dragged it into like two hours plus, and so of course by this time they're drunk. And when you're that drunk, you don't want to. I just want to. eat, I don't want to hear the show. And and you're trying to do the show, um, and nobody's microphone, leave? huh? Why don't you just leave? Cause they paid for the experience. It's like an act. you yeah, know, no, if you're but putting if you're on not going to wait for the show. It's like going to medieval no, times. No,
0: that is the show.
2: Like- that is the show starts when people show up. Because we're mingling with them yeah. and setting up our alibi. But they're
0: upset because they haven't started eating.
2: Well, Yeah, well, so we everyone went in to eat. And, of course, we're we're plants and we're in there eating with them. And so the detectives come in trying to do the show. And nobody's microphone. So, you know, it's like normal voices. Yeah. Hey, we're here, and this and that. And then, like, 40 waiters come storming in with their skewers of meat. And they're talking, oh, I want a medium wear. So, you know, the detectives are, like, yelling at the top of their lungs. Okay, so we have a murder here. And people at this point, they were... It wasn't like a bad experience, but they were... I to go check one of these out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We should do it like at
0: a NASCAR game. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Like
0: a race.
2: Yeah, it's like every 30 seconds, you just got Well, you think of
0: it as like they're bleeping. (laughs) You know, what
2: did he say? I say the murderers. (laughs) What was that? I said, I think I know the murderers, and it's...
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: that'd be funny. (laughs) It's great, man.
0: But yeah, so it sounds like you got a couple more shows, right?
2: Uh, oh, yeah. For between now and the end of the year, I've Jeez. got lots more. A lot of private parties are happening. Yeah. So like every weekend, I'll be doing that in um, rehearsals for Sylvia, which is a great show. And not too far away, we'll be having auditions for Happy Days the Musical over at the Owen Theater. I'll be directing that in the I spring. make time. announcements when that's appropriate. Well, I just, you know, people need to start practicing their voices. Yeah. But at the Crichton and the Owen, you know, we do have Glitz going on the musical at the at uh, the Crichton. And then over at the Owen, they got Seussical the Musical. Hanger. That rhymes. I just got that. I just it's not musical got that. musical it's musical musical. All right. Well, good deal, man. Yeah. So f- full weekend.
3: All right.
0: Well, uh, we'll take our break. Okay. When we come back, we're uh, gonna talk a little bit about some stuff in the news, and we also got a full list of things going on, especially for hope for the holidays. Tickets are available at castedjoinforhope.com, and we're gonna have those folks in here around ten o'clock. So can't wait for that one. Uh, we also do are looking for more guests this week. So if you want to be a guest, we got a couple days open and uh, leading up to the holiday break, and we'll kind of go over what's going on with the station and stuff for the holidays. And also, I'm going to be getting married, so I'll be gone for a good portion of uh, the holiday. No, and I will uh, miss you. So we well, are going to be hard. there, so why are you going to miss me? The honeymoon. Uh, that's right, you're not going to be there. All right, guys. So you're listening or to Warren's Lone Star. IRLonestar.com. I want to say a special thanks to our partners today, Bean Punk Coffee, which is opening up very, very soon in Montgomery. And then C3 Creative Content Creations, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Thank you so much for partnering for today's show. But we will be right back after these messages.
4: Business Office Cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning services such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632
0: we would like to thank conroe coffee for being a supporter of lone star community radio and our morning sponsor with mornings with lone star
3: our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors want to expand your brand awareness reach the hyper local audience in montgomery county lone star community radio sponsorships accomplish this want to see our stats and rates check out slash sponsor for more information or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio.
6: Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift than a flight on a historic B-17? Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, reservations, or more information, go to B17TexasRaiders.org or call 855-FLY-A-B-17.
1: or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org. Or call our day center at 936-441-8778.
2: For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday.
6: I really can't stay.
7: But baby, it's
6: cold outside. I've got to go but away. But baby, it's
7: cold outside. All right, we are back. Mornings with alone Star, so
0: with Bean Punk Coffee, Creative Content I'll Creation C three, and office clean up, points sweep office my my cleaning. Yeah, we're hanging out in the studio. So feel free to say hi and stop by Carly's Mercantile next door. We're all hanging out. To we're gonna have Jody Schreier in the show. studio around ten o'clock talking about hope for the holidays coming up this weekend. And uh, other things like that. Actually, someone handed me uh, a flyer from Carly's, and the VFW Auxiliary 4709 is having Christmas with Santa over on December 15th at the uh, VFW Post 4709. That's over there on Simmons Avenue. Uh, And it's going to happen from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. That is Christmas with Santa with the VFW here in Conroe on December 15th from 11 to 1 p.m. So there you go. Nice. Santa, you know what's funny? I never I guess that this was kind of like the the conc- or the consequence of being the last kid of six is I never did anything like this. I never did Santa. And I think it was because my parents kind of mantra at that time, if I'm saying that right, is we've already done it. It's not that big of a deal. You'll be okay. <laughs> and that kind of like and that kind of went to the parenting style for me cuz my my older brothers always hated that I didn't really have that many rules. Yeah. But I never got in trouble.
2: Well, you know, the the, the joke, the first kid, you wrap them in bubble wrap their whole lives. By the time you get to the final kid, the third or fourth, you know, you let them juggle knives. Yeah.
0: And I kind of laughed because I was like, and I asked my mom about the Santa thing, and she said it was always just a hassle. And I go, what do you mean? And it's like, because you always had to go somewhere, and it was, you either had to get a ticket or you had to wait. And waiting with kids, it's just like, you never want to wait with kids. Right. Because that's why we never liked going to Astral World because we had so many kids and it was just, it was kind of, you know, fatiguing. That's why I didn't realize this until she told me is when we went to Astral World, we tried to get as many parents to go with us because it was just easier to manage. So, and I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Now I don't want to have kids.
2: You will. So uh, well here's the thing, you really you, don't have that much of a choice. You know it's crazy. Uh, if Holly doesn't want kids, you're okay. No,
0: no, we're no, we're gonna have like thirty kids. Uh <laughs> what I was having a chat with one of my good friends who just had a beautiful little girl mm-hmm. and they were telling me about core blood.
2: Yeah. I never knew that was a thing. It's when my son was born back in the eighties it wasn't a thing at That's all. It's crazy. When my daughter was born, they said, Do you wanna keep the the court blood? And you know, is, this it whole, or is it core core, the spinal the, oh, the, the umbilical cord. Maybe it makes more sense now. Yeah, the cord. Basically, because, you, know, you know, the dad will cut the cord. If, yeah, if and they put it in a test tube. Yeah, now in the old days, we just cut the cord, and that was it. Now it's, you, you know, got, you uh, get a... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, then we eat the placenta.
0: Uh, I had to ask Holly if we could do that. She's like, why would you want to do that? I was like, I don't know. I heard people do it. Yeah,
2: that's what cavemen did, did. Let nothing go to waste. It's like the Native Americans of Buffalo. You know, nothing goes to waste. Eat yeah, that after I didn't know
0: what cord blood was. And it was interesting to hear it. It makes sense. It's from the umbilical
2: cord. It's all It's got all these stem cells and stuff in it that, you know, if something goes down with the uh, your child down the line, uh, you have their unadulterated stem cells Yeah.
0: There. And they were saying that the what they could do too is it, you could give it to other people.
2: Oh, yeah. Stem cells aren't, they're not your, yeah. You so know. it
0: was like if a family member you or have have a, a bro- brother. Or- yeah.
2: It's like platelets or plasma or spinal, you know, when finding a match. Yeah. yeah, it does help. That's cool. It'll become the new norm. Like I said, when my daughter was born in the early 2000s, it so was new. did you new. do it? Did you do it? No, because Uh-oh. it was now so new. Dead. Dude, that went dark fast. <laughs> was, well, that's why I told them.
0: I was like, <laughs> oh so, my word. Well, the way they were selling it to me, I was like, so this is something you have to do. And they were like,
2: well, I mean, it's like, well, the human race has survived for countless yeah. thousands of years without it. So, you, you know, on the whole. Well, I even gonna... asked him, I go, how would you feel? Because I feel like
0: it's one-time use, right? So it's like, oh, some family really needs it. And it's like, but if I give it to you, that means we won't have it for our kid. <laughs> Be hoarding your. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's the right choice here, guy? <laughs> like, you just leave it up to chance?
2: Can we cut the, the cord up into two pieces? Or, you know, yeah. like Horcruxes, just seven yeah. pieces.
0: That's what. That's the question. I'm like, how much can we give away without it really affecting our our side of the table? But no, no, it's just interesting. I learned about it, and they were talking about it was like a yearly fee, and I was like, man, everything's going down to monthly, isn't it? But uh, I thought I thought science is pretty cool. For I'm surprised it's not. I didn't know that beforehand. With all the nieces and nephews I have, but um uh, yeah, there you go. You can have my cord blood. Oh, I okay. think it's somewhere still around.
2: I, are we going to be, you, you know, so close that one of us needs a kidney or something? i did. it. Oh, I, I give you my kidney, Dick. I'll try. Okay. So. You know who's outside our door? Is it Jody? It's Jody. Going to brighten our day. Yeah, okay. Well, hold on. What time is it? It's 9-something. Okay. It, <laughs> it's 925 on the dot. Hey, before we go to break, let's talk about yeah. the weather real quick. Okay. So it was it was gnarly over the weekend. There, there were some flooding possibilities there. Uh, in fact, they even shut down Lake Conroe temporarily of flooding uh, issues but now it's all bright and sunshiny uh in conroe it is 44 degrees it's gonna get all the way up to 58 Uh, sunshiny all day moonshiny all night uh today and tomorrow uh highs throughout the week gonna be in the 60s uh when lows in the 40s and 50s first chance of rain might be a thursday and friday but doesn't that looks like uh looks like Clear skies ahead. Yeah, it's going
0: to be nice. It's going to be a nice little week. So, uh, we're going to get Jody in, guys. We're going to talk a little bit about hope for the holidays. So, stick around, please. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star, irlonestar.com. We'll be right back.
7: Listen to the
0: fireplace. So, really,
5: I'd better
4: still. Be please don't Well,
5: hurry. maybe just a half a drink. What's more? A Cleaning is
4: available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-266. 7632.
0: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning
4: sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
5: An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org because every life matters.
6: Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world.
5: So
0: really, I'd better... All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Lone Star.com. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on Facebook. With Morning's Lone Star, we are back into the studio in downtown Conroe, Texas. And Sean, you there? I'm here! All right, so we got some people with us. Who's sitting with us?
2: We do. So um, we have the lovely and talented Jody Schreier coming with us one more time before... The 15th. We're only a few days away. What, five yeah. days away? Least, yep. It's the 10th. Go I got to remember that because it's my wife's birthday. And if I just, like, don't remind myself, like, every 18 Throughout minutes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get really messed up tonight. <laughs> and <laughs> Jody's wonderful to have you in the studio.
6: Thank you all so much. This is great. This is a good, this is a really cool day. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of exciting at the same time. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's the last time.
2: Well,
0: you know. This has
6: been fun with y'all.
2: Oh, yeah, we, we appreciate you coming
0: in talking about this wonderful event. So okay, let's, let's just give people something to do while they listen to us. Uh, Cassidyjoinforhope.com. dot yes, Go visit sir. it. There you go. Go visit it. So go get your
6: ticket. We're, while
0: you're listening to us.
6: Yes. In fact, I think I was just told the tickets will only be on sale online through the 11th. Is that tomorrow? That's tomorrow. That's it. And then uh, from here on out, at the door.
2: Okay, people, there you know, is there a price difference between online and at the door? No, okay. we, we
6: kept it the same, and we're going to give two two more tickets away um, for your listeners, also.
2: Oh, it's yeah. wonderful! Yeah. So, this is happening on the 15th. Uh, so, this is what uh, in the theater world we call heck week. Yes, huh?
6: yes. <laughs> amen. Oh, gosh,
2: that's a nice way of putting it. Uh, so uh, pieces coming together,
6: they are, they, they are. And just David and I were just talking earlier, you know, in addition to just the usual production protocol and, and, you know, things that happen that take place uh, throughout the year. There's just been the most wonderful, unique little God winks that have happened that you don't expect that are just absolutely phenomenal. You know, no one can orchestrate these, these things. So I've, I'm starting to write them all down mm-hmm. just because um, and they don't have anything to do with me and really not necessarily the show itself, mm-hmm. but just the people that have come on board that just have a very unique story to tell and just the, the dots being connected are just, it's, it's crazy.
2: It sounds great. Now, speaking of David, if people watching us on video, they're going to see an unusual person. Well, I mean, some some bald guy. Yeah. Some, some dude, uh, you know, someone who's, you know, sunlight's bouncing off their head more than mine. (laughs) So I feel good about this. I'm feeling much better. Uh, David, uh, who the heck are you? And why are you here? Why are you in my studio?
7: (laughs) Shining away. (laughs) Need my sunglasses? There
2: you go. No, I'm yeah. good. I see. I got the clip-ons right here. There I just, you go. There
7: we go. <laughs> David Roth. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm. David uh, Lee Roth. What? Da- what?
2: What? You look different without the hair. Okay. When did he get in the studio? I know. Boy, you guys really went up down this year. John, no, what did you do with him? <laughs> what did I do with David Lee yeah. Roth? Yeah. Nothing. Why? What have you heard? Because he just disappeared.
7: Mm. Haven't heard that since high school. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah.
6: Oh watch. He'll make some kind of big comeback. He'll do some big <laughs> No, I'm, I'm fighting weird.
2: So okay, not David Lee Roth people. Settle down, ladies. <laughs> it's it's David Roth. Troth.
7: Troth uh-huh. with the T. Yes. That's it. David T. Roth.
2: Have you ever been tempted to play the David Lee Roth card?
7: I, I love would. that guy. I, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. uh he was one of my idols growing up. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm telling of you. Of course. Of course. That's right.
2: And David, what's what's your part in all these shenanigans that are upcoming?
7: I'll be singing. Awesome. Uh, Yep, looking forward to uh, to joining the rest of the ensemble cast with uh, with song. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a phenomenal group, and I'm just honored to be a part of that.
2: Now, how did you get involved with a Hope for the Holidays and Jody?
7: Well, if you know Jody, you you can't say no to Jody. I
2: got, I, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
7: well, and and I'm and I I don't mean that by. Thank you by, for a yeah, that. having recourse for saying no. <laughs> Good cover, Dave. That's, that's not the case. Jody, Jody is um, she's like a she's a giant moon, and uh, you know, for 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 those in the in the dark that can't see the true light. Okay, she you is a put that shining reflection Aww. of uh, of a light from another source, and uh, yes, yeah, so, and that you know when she asked me to to join in and be a part of this, I. I had to say yes.
2: And what's the uh, what's the day job? How does she know you? And,
7: and... oh wow, um, years. Yeah, yeah. It's been Years. Uh, I, I, th- I guess it was originally at uh, the Woodlands United Methodist Church, was it? Think, or was it? So. uh oh, yeah, no. Was it the Crichton? No,
6: it was, it was the Crichton. It was the Crichton Theater. Okay. Yeah. He did. So David, I'm gonna. I have to sing his praises, and then he can. Continue then he talking. can sing. Oh yes, he's going to be doing a little snippet for us today. So David and I first met. When I choreographed Big River. Oh, wow. And David was cast as one of the lead, supporting leads in Big River at Crichton Theatre. And I think... You're going that,
7: back a ways. Yeah,
6: yeah. Was that a Gene Brasher show or Martin Craig? Laskowski. Gen, June, June Laskowski. June Okay. Directed that one. So I met David there. And anyone that is in this area that has ever seen David perform at either Owen Theatre or Crichton can tell you, when David Troth is cast in a show, you buy a ticket. Period.
2: Funny how he hasn't, hasn't auditioned for any of my shows at the Owen. I'm just saying. Sorry, <laughs> You know. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Happy Day's the Musical auditions mid-February.
6: <laughs> oh, sorry. Really? Uh, sorry. Oh. Shameless plug. You, you were
2: saying, Jody?
6: <laughs> no, this is just... It, so, anyway, throughout the years, and Dave and I have crossed paths from time to time, we've worked mainly at theater. You know, we've worked yes. together with, in several shows. He's been the lead in Phantom of the Opera. He was the lead in um, Dr. J... Dr. Jack-
7: yeah, Jekyll and Hyde, Jekyll
6: and Hyde oh, yes, and, Hyde. and just, oh my God, I, I, I'm telling you, anyone that's watching the show that has seen his, him perform knows, seriously, when, when David is cast in a show, you buy a ticket, for real.
2: Pressure's on, Dave, he's apparently uh, yeah, going to really. single-handedly carry Thanks. Hope for the Holidays here. <laughs> so- she doesn't
0: mention that he gets a cut. There you go. Cut, right. kickback,
2: tips, whatever. So, uh, so let's remind people, um, we have our, our listening stable, but believe it or not, new people like tune in every day. So uh, Hope for the Holidays is a, an extravaganza, is a cavalcade, I guess is the best way to, to phrase these. You know, it harkens back to the old live productions in like the 50s and 60s on TV. So we're going to have song, dance, it's It's a variety, comedy, show, variety show. And
0: there's an asterisk, and it says no magic
6: brings it up again. Well, that's Next not year, a lot Next magic yeah, in right. just
2: for you. <laughs> What's the variety show with that? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I'm, I'm so magic. now. You had me going there, Joe. The had, s-
0: if you look at the list on CassieJoinForHope.com, it has everything you'd want from, like, entertainment angle, but magic. magic? Well, the show
7: is magic. Oh. There you go. Right there, Bing.
2: There we there go. you go. Okay. We should have things. made up a list of everything <laughs> is not, is it British pantomime? No. I <laughs> know. Is it puppetry? Is it shadow boxing? No. Well, then it's just not very varietal, is it? Underwater <laughs>
7: basket weaving.
2: I, I, I thought I was the only person that used that phrase. Awesome. Are <laughs> mermaids there? No. Well, then, sorry, people. It's just not variety. <laughs> so, Dave, what are you going to be singing there? Because
7: you apparently you're going to give us a snippet, but Well, you'll have to buy a ticket.
2: <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, man. That, that's hard. Well,
0: she already gave you kind know. of a, a taste of what he can handle. I, you know, I'm hearing the talk.
2: But I ain't seeing the walk.
7: <laughs> well, it being the Christmas yeah. season.
0: Viewed
2: as the pre- audition for Happy Days the musical, auditions well, happening mid February. Well, maybe, Qo- maybe
0: Jody misunderstood what the lead in a play is. Maybe he was like background player three. <laughs> and that's, that's j- in her mind, heard. everyone's
7: the lead. He was
2: awesome in the those opera.
7: <laughs> he played. Everyone's <laughs> the lead. In, Part of the in, crowd. Yeah. 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 Peas and carrots. Peas and carrots. <laughs> Watermelon. Peas and carrots. Yeah. Uh, well. We theater terminology.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought you were just naming your favorite vegetables. Oh.
7: That's that's what you say on stage when you have when you no have. when you have no lines. Oh, and you're you, supposed to move your mouth. That's right. Yes. It's all peas and carrots I and watermelon. I would do that. I do that. I would have too <laughs> much fun with that. We do. We have a blast. That's, that's why I don't cast you in any of my shows. But,
0: <laughs> I You know, it's natural that I steal the scene. I doesn't. I don't mean to do it. It just comes out.
2: Just 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 natural. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Get you and me on the stage together, and we, we can out-ham each other, believe me. <laughs> you <laughs> don't need to get some to go with all <laughs> that
7: ham. <Ba-dum-bum. laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So we can talk about Hope for the Holidays for, for the new people. So, again, this is a, a wonderful, it's an extravaganza. It's a lot of comedy, uh, a lot of dancing, singing, j- just magic, as, as Dave put it. And it's for an awesome, worthy cause. Uh, so Hope for the Holidays is a, an event that raises funds and awareness for suicide prevention. And of course, this is a hardcore topic. 365, but especially during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. It's just Absolutely. one of the sad but true facts that over the holidays, it just gets deeper and darker for some people.
6: Yeah, and as a matter of fact, um, for those of, for the listeners that know the Hess family, um, this is this is the week. Um, so December mm-hmm. 14 was the day it all happened. So this week tends to be for the Hess family and um, their close friends and certainly Cassidy's friends. This know this week leading up to uh, the show is just very solemn for them so it it's just it's beautiful the way the community comes together that those that know them very well just surround them with love and support and just let them let them be emotional at Mm -hmm. this time during the year Uh, certainly they're not the only one there are so many others that have been affected by suicide throughout the year and certainly during holidays like you said are really really hard um, so the day after um, you know the Hess family will actually be there with the cast they will come backstage before we open the two o'clock show they'll be a part of our family prayer circle and they want to do that they want to they want to meet the cast the cast wants to meet them and you know circle them you know with love and support and mm-hmm. let them know that this is all this is all for their foundation so they can continue their efforts here in
5: yeah.
2: And one of the things you pointed out, there are two shows that day, So we've got a 2 o'clock and a and six, 6 o'clock. o'clock. Mm-hmm. And people, this is a worthy cause. Uh, last week I came across a headline that uh, Woodlands Township uh, Director, Position 5, I believe, uh, held a special session during Township Board Meeting talking about the uh, uptick or the increase in suicides in the Woodlands that apparently October was like a record month. And they're like, okay, that's even before November, December is coming around. so. Yeah. This is the thing that, that hits.
7: Uh, CDC just came out with a report just recently that the life expectancies have gone down over the last three years because of drug use and suicides. It's, it's on the increase for 30% since 2000. So it's, it's a pandemic. And, yeah. and this is more timely than ever, ever to, right. to, uh, to talk about it.
6: And it takes a village, all of us, all of us in this room. You're doing your part. You're doing your part, David. The whole cast and crew, the volunteers everyone's doing their part, and it. We have to, you know, it will take a village to turn the ship around and have an impact.
0: So the Hope for Holidays is a benefit going towards Cassidy Joint for Hope, which is a nonprofit that kind of specializes in, t- in teen suicide, mm-hmm. and they do different programs, and they also offer a lot of services for those for help. So the money, pretty much, we were talking about this. I think in one of the first visits is majority of the twenty dollars of, or how much t- how much tickets right now? Twenty dollars and all the proceeds. All the proceeds, one hundred percent of that money that you purchase your ticket will go towards Cassie Joint for Hope. So remember that when you're buying the ticket, that means buy a couple more for your cousins. If, you know they're not going to come. You can still <laughs> invite them, and you know that just works out. And or the yeah. random people you meet in the Kroger parking lot, and <laughs> yeah. you're like, "Hey, you want to go see a show? I got a it's good for good for, good for a car." Or, well, what am I saying? It's for, for a good right. car. Yeah, you were you. you were there so close. <laughs> yeah. Like
2: you were just so close. And that's one of the things I love about Hope for the Holidays, just hearing all about it because it it can't be easy. I, I you know I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this, but it's like, "Hey, let's do a musical on 9/11." You know, <laughs> yes, it has right. to be handled so yep. delicately. Um, but if you notice, I'm not a Saturday Night Live watcher. But I remember after 9/11, uh, after they were out for a couple of weeks and they came back, they just looked at the camera and said, "Can we be funny again?" And people went, "Yeah." Wow. And and that's the thing that you got to know how to reach people. And yep. if if something about suicide uh, prevention, suicide awareness is is doom and gloom, people turn out tune out. You know. Mm-hmm. On the TV, you got to have Sarah McLaughlin singing a song and see the pictures with the kids with the big eyes, and that's what opens up the wallets and the hearts. Yep. So with this, hope for the holidays is a wonderful balance of a, 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 a this most serious of topics, mm-hmm. but celebrating life, celebrating you know hope yes. as, as it were, and that 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 takes some large. I'm trying to figure out courage. There we go. Well, it's a big set of courage there.
7: It's tragic. As suicide is, and and each one is unique in its own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a common commonality in it, in that they lack hope right. and uh, joy right. and love and peace, and yeah. that's what this is about: right. hope
3: mm-hmm.
7: and peace. Yeah, and uh, the, that's what's so good to be a part of, of
6: something uh, that
7: pours into kids into the community, and shows where the hope and the peace comes from.
6: Right. And, and thank you for saying that. And here's the thing, too. Each of these cast members, all five of my leads, David, of course, being one of them, um, the high school students that are cast, that was all part of, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, immense amount of prayer that the right people, meaning people who got that message, they understood. It's not about, I'm going to get up there and show my talent, which given they are all extremely talented, it's bigger than, than their oh. talent. They're showcasing
2: your own talent, and then they're sharing your talent. Yes. And there's a subtle difference between love, the
6: two. Love that.
2: Yes, that's exactly right. So, David, you know, Jody did mention earlier that you were going to um, sing us a snippet. And uh, so why don't you uh, take us to break here by, what are, what are you going to sing for us? No no pressure, man.
7: Right, right. Um, well, let's hear something, something Christmassy. <laughs>
2: Let's do that, shall we? I would pay all the cash in my pocket if, right here, right now, you two sing the duet to Baby is Cold Outside.
6: <laughs> Jody doesn't sing. That's the singer right there.
2: That's why it's all the cash in my pocket. <laughs>
7: there
2: you go. Worth it. it. He's
6: gaming it. Yes. That's right.
7: Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel voice. O night divine, O night when Christ was born, O night divine. at been, been hoping that so
5: very nice i'll
7: hold your hands they're just
5: like my mother conroe coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown conroe at 206 north main street conroe texas Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632.
0: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
4: Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
5: have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. 4-H and Youth, and
3: Family and Consumer Sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at one o'clock for the AgriLife Extension
5: Hour. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living mobile cooking school is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class.
2: Oh,
0: Welcome back, mornings with Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out in the Downtown Conrad Studios, partners with Bean Punk Coffee, of course. I simply must go. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and, of course, Creative Content Creation C3. No. Uh, special thanks to Cassidy Join for Hope coming in. They also offered uh, for us to give away two tickets to the event this uh, Saturday. So if you're interested in getting two tickets to Cassidy Join for Hope's Hope for the Holidays, let us know via Facebook. Just send us a message. If you don't have Facebook, email us at mwls at com. We'll announce the winners on Wednesday. Uh, so between now and then, that's when we'll announce the winners for two tickets to it. If you're interested in going, more information on the event and exactly what's going on, just visit uh, Hope for the Holidays or, I mean, sorry, com. Or if you're on Facebook Live, I posted a little link to it. And there you go. So uh, special thanks for those folks coming in giving us a little treat for a send-down. Yeah, that was awesome. So he wasn't him, player number three. He was clearly a lead in yeah. some important role I'll in i tell you, when anyone casts him as player number three,
2: so. is an idiot. They need to cast uh. him in, in big leads there. So you may have noticed we're, we're using um, Baby It's Cold Outside as our bumper music. Uh, this morning, what's, what's making its rounds, and it actually made me gut laugh, is somebody did a video and a song of a... Um, updated version of it because you know there's some radio stations going oh it's a date rape song so we're gonna cut it and even one of the co uh performers of it the original said no it isn't it truly isn't but you know people just kind of getting bent out of shape have you seen the uh the revised lyrics one i'm sure it's on youtube all you gotta do is look up probably you know politically correct babies it's called baby just go outside um and you know the I'm bringing this up because it's kind of a, a conversation. Uh, you know, earlier we were talking about my uh, the detective show that I'm in, the, the murder mystery shows. Well, One of our uh, detectives is a very funny guy. In fact, I think his day job is a stand-up comedian. So he's very funny. He's good on the fly. Uh, but during the show, uh, you know, he makes a couple of, um, uh, you know, like Me Too jokes Uh, for the audience. The audience loves it. But at one point... Um, one of the actors said, do you mind not doing that while I'm in this show? Uh, and it was very, you know, it wasn't mean about it or anything, but just saying, it affects me differently. than And he's like, sure, absolutely. And, but it got a conversation going with, you know, sometimes people say, oh, too soon, or get over it, or, you know, if you make every, if you have comedy that offends nobody, then it's not comedy, you know. Yeah. So with this, so talking about the song, uh, Baby's Called Outside, I personally just have great derision for anyone that says it's a date rape song and this and that, because it's not the, it's not what it was meant, but it seems to be the latest thing to get offended over. Wondering how many people actually are offended by it. Uh, Cause we were talking off the air about sometimes people come up with something. You find out there's only three people like the flat earthers. There aren't that many, you know, you make it, the media makes it sound like it's a whole new political party the flat earthers where it's just idiots with, you know, who don't know better. People just become card carrying members to say they got the, the card. Well, it's almost, it's, we're
0: almost to the point where in general manners come into play, where if someone requests something, regardless of what it is, we have the ability to say yes or no to it. And most of the time, a kind person will say yes. If it's something that they're willing to give up or Mm -hmm. willing to compromise with and, you know, nine times out of ten, if someone goes, can you not make that joke, the other person who's receiving that request is going to be like, I do not mind doing that. I You, know, you don't have to apologize for it, but it's just kind of like, okay, noted.
4: Right. And
0: a lot of people do put, like, I know another one that's becoming an increasing issue with a lot of people are, like, the use of pronouns and the way to to acknowledge each other if they're transgender and there's a lot of stories of a teacher and it's just kind of like well that's why in texas we say y'all because we we, pre- we we knew <laughs> in the future <laughs> would be an issue here and <laughs>
2: but, oh because well there are even those out there trying to get rid of amen and and a prayer and, and it's, like, it's not what it means and <laughs> yeah right you know we can't say amen because you need to say women or a them and it's like that's not what it means but in a lot of times, the circumstances we don't fully
0: understand if someone's really retelling the story, too. I mean, you you're always just got to be polite to one another to a, to a point. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's one thing I always try to tell Holly is like because she deals with a lot of different people and a lot of families with nursing. And I was like, you know, we, we each have a measure that we allow people to get to, and then when it goes over it, you're in a job that you won't see these people every day. So sometimes you can let it go a little bit more and then just be like, you know what, it doesn't bother me. But say you're next to a person every day and they don't use deodorant or something like that. Eventually it's gonna to get to you because you're gonna be smelling something every mm-hmm. day. So
2: And that's why I really liked how this thing went down over the weekend with the actor asking the, the other actor saying, Do you mind not doing this? It just it, it hits me wrong. And I'm sure there's a history there. You know, some people I, I don't I'm not trying to make light of the Me Too movement, um, for those who really have been on the receiving end of it. And unfortunately I know way too many people who have been on the receiving end of sexual harassment, sexual assault. I mean, way too many people. Yeah. But with that, with the Me Too, when you kind of hashtag something, to me, that makes it kind of fair game on being derided. You remember, like, hashtag Boca Ratan, which is, you know, the Boca Ratan people kidnapping the women and putting them into slavery and stuff. And everyone's like, oh, we got to hashtag this. And you've heard me complain about the hashtag... Charity or hashtag protest means nothing to me. That just means okay, you're just too lazy to actually do something about it. Uh, so if you if you hashtag it, and the second me too became hashtag, I'm like okay, now everyone's getting on board, whether they it's, it affects them or not. And it goes both sides. And you know, hashtag I hate Colin Kaepernick to hashtag I love Colin Kaepernick. You, you know, it just it lessens the the impact of
0: it. Well, I think a lot of people in who pay attention to t- like I guess society, you know, aka social media, they let it get to them. And I know mm-hmm. like that's what I said about you. It's like when you talk about these people, I'm like, do we even know who we're talking about? Are we just talking about somebody making a post on Facebook? Is it really is it really have that much of an influence in your life where you're letting that decide how you feel about things? And I, I never I mean, I've started noticing my my thought process with a lot of things. And I still believe that I wasn't there. I really don't know the full story. And I know Holly hates that about me because I was like, I can't make a decision on this. Like I wasn't there. So no one no one really knows where it's slanted towards. And, uh, and that's why I think—that's uh, why I'm always surprised there's not a lot more evidence when it comes to accusing people of stuff. And we have, we have a camera on, our, on, our, like, on us at all times. Mm-hmm. And we have a video camera, too. A video camera on us at all times. And I'm like, I'm surprised there's not more public releases of stuff, of things happening.
2: That's why I'm a huge fan of body cams for police to protect everybody, protect the police from false accusations— to keep them in line if you have those bad eggs who just want to go yeah. overboard. And for the people that, you know, for their protection, I'm all for it. I don't think it's a big brother state at all to put I, I view it as, as protect as protective as Kevlar.
5: Mm-hmm. Kevlar
2: saves you from the bullets. A body cam saves you from the 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 gunfire of accusation, earned or otherwise. So Yeah, there we go. One thing I have noticed uh, kind of leading on from that, though, it's the pendulum's kind of swinging back. As as you just kind of pointed out, some people like to see how far they can take it. And eventually there's a backlash, and this is another headline which kind of cracks me up. So this mother, a new mother, named her child. It was holding a baby shower for her new new child. The child is named Squire Sebastian Senator. And the mother said, this is his full name for first. This is his first name, Squire Sebastian Senator. No nicknames, no sh- cutting it down. Uh, and then she posted this thing about I'm, I'm having to cancel my the baby shower because people are, are making fun of the baby and just kind of went off. You know, you people are full of blank for how can you judge an unborn baby? And the backlash was immediate and huge with people. In one voice, and I'm talking liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat, T going, We're not making fun of the baby. We're not judging the baby. We're judging the idiot mother who is named Squire Sebastian Center. And people are kind of pushing back, going, This is dumb. And don't your outrage for not getting what you want when you and because last week we had the baby ABC uh, it was the name was A B C D E spelled out in absidy, And she was going mother was going on about you're making fun of the baby. And across the board, people are saying, no, it's not the baby. We feel for this. this kid's going to have to go through life getting bullied because that was the whole thing about being bullied. It's like you want this child to become a target. So it's kind of a, you know, people, I think, I think the pendulum's kind of swinging, moderating, where people on both sides of the aisle are, are just saying, okay, if you're, if you're being dumb, we're going to call you out on it. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I love it. It's
0: like we're all recently involved, as if like we just got connected, but through a marriage. So we're not part of the marriage, but we're connected through it. So we have to (laughs) deal with each other, and now we're we're slowly learning how to be able to be comfortable with one another. We got to take our break. stop at the hour break. It is uh, almost ten o'clock. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back.
6: This
1: evening is open at you. Saw. You are listening
3: to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on ir.lonestar.com.
4: Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning with scheduled cleaning services such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection and stair and elevator cleaning. Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 Seven six three
0: two. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
3: Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better.
1: Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast. Create your first YouTube channel and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. All right, welcome back. More is Lone Star,
0: IRLoneStar.com. Facebook Live, again we're still giving away two tickets I haven't even checked though, so maybe someone already won. We're giving two tickets to uh, uh, Hope for the Holidays coming December 15th on Saturday. There's two shows, two and six, and uh, proceeds. If you want to purchase those tickets, go to castajointforhope.com. And uh, yeah, welcome back. We're broadcasting live in downtown Conroe, and we're just kind of shooting the breeze here. we're uh, gonna have shooting some. The breeze. You got any comments or anything? I'm gonna start checking our comments. We were the comments were working on Facebook Live, and then all of a sudden it's like 70 comments. <laughs>
2: Oh, nice! So,
0: got to uh, catch up, and not not the Heinz kind, and uh, we'll uh, continue c- monitoring that. I kind of want to talk about a couple things. Uh, I, I kind of find funny is there was a report that the Facebook employees are so paranoid that they started using burner phones to talk to one another.
2: So, wow!
0: So, I, I, so when I said that, and this is all headline reacting here, is how important is your job? I mean, what other jobs do you can you name that you need to use a burner phone?
2: Besides, like, drug dealing?
0: Well, I'm just saying any job, any type of... How about any type of behavior? So, Well, if
2: you're Jack Bauer, you know.
0: Well, I'm thinking to myself, when I need a burner phone, that is because I'm either doing something illegal or I'm trying to hide something.
2: Or, but is, is there <clears throat>
0: is there a legit way, a reason to use a burner phone?
2: Absolutely. Unless uh, you're,
0: like, being followed by, like, your ex-husband or well, something? Oh well, yeah, absolutely, because... But it wouldn't be a burner phone, it would just be a new phone.
2: But, for instance, uh, and I'm trying to, to, to make sure I'm not talking smack here, some companies are actually saying you cannot have your personal... You know, you must use a company phone as your official phone. And that I'm not a fan of, but... Uh, well, you know one
0: one. Or they'll ask for your. One person online uh, commented on this article, saying, "You know, if you do work for a company, and so like very similar to what you said, there's some privileges given to you, like a phone or some, or any type of device. You should immediately conclude that they're monitoring you in one way or another." You say that again now. So if you if you're at a job mm-hmm. and they provide any type of device, yeah. Assume that, assume that they're <coughs> honoring in one way or another. Like, oh, they turn their computer on. That's when they know it's on or off. Oh, yeah, and also
2: assume or, that anything you write on it, they'll, they'll claim it as their intellectual property. Always read the small print. So
0: I, and I think that's kind of funny, especially when, and, and this is why I apply that thinking about what job really requires you to burn a phone. What do you do at Facebook that's so secretive, you think? Because you're talking about software development, and they're so paranoid I don't know if they're paranoid for their employer or spying on them or just the fact that I don't think their stuff is so, so important I that think they it's... need to use burner. you think that's something that, like, like Mark Zuckerberg, he's like, all right, guys, all 20 of my executives, everyone's using burner phones. we got a burner phone kiosk over here. It's just like a vending machine. Just put in your ID. It'll give you a burner phone, and you're good for 500 minutes, and that's it.
2: I don't think it's secretive so much. It's if you use your normal phone, chances are you got Facebook on it. Yeah. Okay. So, you don't want to delete Facebook off your personal phone because you know you want to use that, but you don't want to access. You might use that phone to make a call during business hours. Face, you know, Zuckerberg's got access to it. So, a burner phone is the standalone, where you know you're not putting Facebook on it. So that way, you can place and receive calls without worrying about it becoming the intellectual property of Facebook. or them saying, "Oh, you were on the phone for seven minutes instead of five, so you're fired." Uh, so that's why I, I think they're they're using the burner phones. It's to they're kind of air gapped from Facebook. You don't put apps on them.
0: Yeah. So uh, we had some uh, listeners on Facebook go: the feds, military, PIs, and journalists. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. that sounds like a. You think that's the norm for those occupations? Like oh, the yeah. military, I can kind of see just because they can't really solve the uncrackable phone problem. So it's like, hey, just remind. It's kind of like when you get. I remember. Uh, I hated it. when Microsoft first released their first, like, group office thing. You had to change your password every 90 days, regardless. Like, mm-hmm. basically, when the 90 days happened, and this is when I was working on the enterprise level of stuff, it was like you had to do it, and, like, you couldn't do anything else on the program until you changed your password. So it would be one of those mornings where you're trying to get a lot of work done, and you're like, oh, i got to respond to that email, and you open up Outlook, and it's like, change your password. And I'm like, well, i, I, oh, I mean, I got to think of a password now, and it can't be... You couldn't use any past, like, 10 passwords or something like that. So how many passwords in your World X do you have? Well, I don't have more than 10 guys. So <laughs> it's like, all right, now I got to remember this. But I hated that, but I guess it's you know it's part of the security. And uh, I, I, I think, would you be suspicious, though, of anyone you knew had a burner phone? You think that's just natural to be like, yeah, this guy's kind of weird. He's got two phones. Like, I know some people with two phones.
2: Well, yeah, well, my old job, I had to have two phones. I, well,
0: I get that. But I mean, like, the, when they go, it's a burner phone.
2: It's, to me, it's kind of like taking the fifth, pleading yeah. the fifth on the stand. It's like, it doesn't mean you're guilty, but it does raise some eyebrows. If you have a burner phone, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're, you're hiding stuff from the from the spouse or, you know, you're doing secret spy stuff. But it does raise some eyebrows, you know. Be prepared to answer the question, hey, two phones? Well, how come?
0: Well, I would immediately think you're trying to hide something. And I'd be like, you work for the CIA? What's up? What do you do?
2: Well... Working for the CIA, the last thing you're gonna do is have anything that makes you stand out.
0: Yeah, true. So
2: never underestimate the power of the dead drop. That's
0: true. Well, I just thought I thought that was kind of funny. People at Facebook, especially and they can think that's kind of funny about how secretive corporate warfare is. Like is that a right way to say it? Like, how important is the data that you're working on or the products you're working on so secretive where so much money can be made that you gotta start doing burner phone? Like that that to me doesn't sound like someone you signed up for. Like the military thing, I get it because you signed up. And then the journalists, I get it because that's a tactic to use. Like you use the burner phone but a and the tactic. But in normal corporate
2: America, more and more companies are saying anything you do on company well, time I recently is saw Inception. our intellectual property.
0: I recently saw Inception, so there's no escaping it, guys.
2: So at the very last scene, is he in the is he in the dream world or not?
0: Oh, it's up to you. Whatever you want. Yeah, that's why I saw it. I tried to freeze frame I ca- the end. I thought it was kind of BS because we went through that whole journey, and it's like, what do you think? I don't want to think about it. I want you to
2: tell me because this movie's so wild. Okay, qu- really quick, you know, just while I'm thinking about it, let's put it out there to our listeners and to each other. What are movies that are so whacked out that you're, you're trying to figure that? I'll say Donnie Darko, Inception. Um, you know, these are two off the top of my head where, well, it's up to you to decide. But just bug that Basically, movies that are, uh, Primer is another one. Yeah. Did you see Primer? the one about the two guys that invent the box that goes yeah, back they in keep time and it's like yeah where it gets kind of too much too cerebral for its own good i don't mind cerebral don't get me wrong but movies like that memento i i, I enjoyed the shtick memento but i had to watch the special version where they put it in chronological okay. order so you find out what the heck's going on any other movies like that that are too you know they're too nod and wing for their own good uh, I mean you kinda named the most
0: recent ones that were uh, ended in that particular way where it's up to the to the viewer if this person's dead or alive or where they're going. They're or where they are, or, yeah. But I mean, like and that's the only thing that bugged me about Inception was, you know, there there's so many interesting depths you could go into about dreaming and about, you know, the way your consciousness and unconsciousness works. And then he, he and they stuck with the day old story, he wants to see his kids. And then so you kind of, like, root for that, and then they're kind of like, oh, we're just not going to tell you, though, if he got to see his kids or not. Like, to me, that was I I hated that. Because if they took away the wanting to see the kids and they created some situation where you just don't know where he is, that's Mm -hmm. fine. Because, but now we are not like, oh, so he's either seen his kids or he's rotting away somewhere, brain dead. Great, thank you, thank you (laughs) for that. That's really sweet of
2: you. You can have movies with unanswered questions, but they're handled well. For instance, I think Field of Dreams handles it Perfectly. The guy hears the voices. If you build it, they will come. Uh, James Earl Jones disappears in the cornfield at the end with the implication he's going to come back. You know, they don't say where these ghosts come from, what it is, and and, and I like that. So you you got movies like that where it's open to your interpretation. But as far as the ones that just Inception or Donnie Darko, man, I gave up on Donnie Darko.
0: Well, they made a director's cut that better explained how the tether in the timeline was ripped. Yeah,
2: and I read down and th- basically they had ha- a breakdown of it where, you know, with diagrams and here's, you know, the loop here and this is what has to happen. It was, I didn't enjoy it as much. I love a good who done it, you know, usual suspects, yeah. Agatha Christie, something like that. You know, something that makes you think, but when I'm watching something, it's like, okay, I'm gonna have to watch this again. Sixth Sense. The reason well, I, why it was the I, number one
0: movie. You know who should give you, you know your advice to? Mm-hmm. You should give your advice to James Cameron when he's working on Terminator Three. Because Terminator One and Two were so great because they just he they, wasn't in Terminator Three. What? No, he's making he's. Re, oh. they're doing the thing where they're wiping the slate clean after Terminator Two. Right. So, so the he's new making Terminator 3. Three. And I'm like, well. Don't go. And I think all the terminators went really bad, where they try to overcomplicate the whole time travel thing. Yeah, I, I and absolutely it's just like, hey guys, it. let's I just. I think that's uh, why they brought
2: him in for that because it's so messed up. And then you have the Sarah Connor Chronicles, and they did it. You know, they really jacked up that whole universe. I absolutely agree with you on that one.
0: And I, and mean, I think Cameron will do it. Yeah, I hope they do. And then, uh, and that's the thing that some people have to take your take that advice on the. On the movie making and entertainment world, because you don't have to overcomplicate. Because Inception, I like that movie. It was really neat. It was a neat way to corporate espionage. I can see that happening. But uh, I'm trying to think if there is another movie. Ooh, yeah. It's called Knowing.
2: Oh,
1: the uh, Nicholas Cage.
2: Everyone else. Yeah. EE, everyone else. Uh, Well, my son had a great point with it. He said he loved that movie; it was fantastic until the very last minute when you find out they're aliens. He's like, "Yeah, they, I wish they hadn't have done that."
0: No, and there's one. There's another movie he was in the similar world. It's called Next.
2: Next, yeah, that's and where that he one goes. was
0: good. I enjoyed that one with Jessica. I think Jessica Biel was in that. Mm-hmm. He could see into the future like forty minutes or something like that, mm-hmm. and then it, like you didn't really know understand the power, but uh, but yeah.
2: Uh, TV shows actually had uh, – the, the we had a phase of TV shows. At the same time, we had two of them on called Eli Stone and Pushing Daisies. Yeah. And same basic premise. Eli Stone, uh, uh, Johnny Miller, plays this lawyer who suddenly starts getting visions that are based around George Michael songs and becomes a prophet. And you don't – at the same time, they find out he's got a, a brain tumor. So everything could be either the brain tumor or he's um, – becoming a prophet, you know, getting visions and you don't know and it's never explained. And same thing with Pushing Daisies. That was a awesome story about this guy who had this power that he could bring somebody back to life with a touch. Um so if something's dead, he with if he touches the person or thing, he brings it back to life. But if he touches them again, they're dead forever. And what happens is he touches he has a former his childhood girlfriend, she's murdered. And he brings her back to life, and they fall in love, but they can never touch again. And it's never explained why well, that, that's just he that, can do yeah. this, or how he figured it out, or I think you can
0: stream that on Amazon Prime. I saw that it's wonderful. Well, wonderful. When, I want to sh- shift. Go back to the paranoia thing about Facebook. Do you think with the the necessity of having a burner phone? Do you and then the constant struggle of today is finding a way to keep anonymous. Do you see people doing the burner phone concept just to create their second identity because they need to escape their real identity? Sure.
2: I think there's no single reason for it. You know, I might...
0: Because I was talking to depending my, on how much my friends cost. in town. I may get one just to have one. My friends were in town, and I kind of I was talking about the, the Google Home and the series or whatever. I go, you know what's going to happen in like 10 years is they're going to come out with some damaging report and everyone's going to hate everyone who has a Siri at their house. Because it's going to be like, oh, I, you have one of those? Oh, I can't. I can't be here. Mm. And it's just paranoia. And yeah. people are going to refuse to be in people's homes if they have an activated Alexa.
2: I think more and more people, as they get the the point where they're talking in their living room with a friend about, golly, I need, I need to get some new aftershave. And then... Next on their phone is an aftershave ad. But just that's, that's people are an ad, go wait though. a minute. Like there, there's been. But that's when people realize, wait a sec, this thing is listening to me all the time. But
0: that's always been like in certain sci-fi movies that was projected, mm-hmm. where it's like if you look at the screen, the screen looks at you and goes, "Oh, that's Dick Schischler. He likes deodorant," and deodorant ad pops up. So each person's looking at this ad is a different ad. Like that's always kind of, and to me, that's like that makes sense. If you're an ad person, that's the way that you want to sell something, but you're looking what's the dark side to it all you know like what are are some things we can't even imagine fathom with this data what are they really doing with Mm -hmm. because it's really that important to know what kind of deodorant i want to buy like i get it at the end like you get a dollar from me but is that really the evil genius is running away laughing yeah
2: the collection of information on people in and of itself isn't evil yeah and that's what i'm trying to say but it's the uses of it that you know that's where it comes in so yeah, I've got an Alexa at my house. Uh, I think the worst possible thing about it that I found out was because um, my mother has one, I got it set up and I told her the wrong thing. So she dropped in. Alexa has this thing called drop in where my mom can say, Hey, Alexa, drop in on Sean. And so it opens a communication to my Alexa, yeah. but with no warning on my end. I don't. So there was an awkward moment where. Mrs. Skippy and I were enjoying a weekend, and all of a sudden I hear my mother's voice coming from the next room. Hi, what are you kids doing? And you got to be careful about stuff like that. But no, actually, when I bought, uh, when I upgraded my cable service, they sold me on a house line to go with it. And so I've had a house line. I don't even know the number. I think the only call I ever got on it was like a bill reminder call from the company. I don't even get spam calls on it. I'm keeping it, though, because it's nice to have that backup. I got a phone that's not tied into my my iPhone here. So same thing. I think more and more people are going to go back to landlines as their second phone or burner phones just to get it away from their—because what we call a phone nowadays is so much more. Yeah, pretty much. So people just want a phone. Pretty much.
0: Well, yeah, we got to take our break, though, folks. We'll be back. You're listening to Mornings I R Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, and Conros FM 104.5, 106.1. We uh, got till 11 o'clock today, so stick around.
2: My maiden aunt's mind is
0: vicious. Ooh, your
1: lips are Maybe
0: just a cigarette. More. Never such
1: a blizzard if I've got to get but home. Baby, you freeze out there.
0: Say, lend me a call. up to
1: your
4: Business needs. office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep
5: Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632.
0: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
6: Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes Equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information.
3: Alone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, Alone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. Alone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info.com at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776.
4: Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture.
1: Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, President of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 106.1. 106.1. Get over that old, old. Ooh,
2: baby, it's cold cold outside. Outside.
0: All right. Welcome back. Mornings of Lone Star. It's 1021. Broadcasting live from the downtown Conroe Studios. All right. We're talking about paranoia of Facebook. And how everyone's watching.
2: Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. Yeah.
0: Well, I'd always like those pictures with Mark Zuckerberg on the floor of the whatever Facebook hangs out, and there's tape, black tape over all the cameras, all the laptops and stuff, and people like pointing that out. And uh, You think it's going to be kind of one, like, you've got to be an idiot not to believe your phone that you're looking at right now is listening to you right now.
2: What? Right? Uh, yep. Do you, it's listening to me. Yeah. Don't say anything. But, uh... <laughs> I'm reading some comments, and, you know, we're talking about, like, whacked-out movies. Uh, Burt had a great one, Altered States. Yeah. You know, William Hurt bashing against the door because he's uh regressed to Caveman or something. It wasn't that a Coen Brothers movie? No. Nah. Altered States? No, no, I don't think so. Donnie Darko is a darko. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a comedy, but, I mean, just the whole... Sometimes, and you see it a lot in stage productions, you have a playwright that's like, I want to see how weird I can get. You know, I'm going to do everything in, in rhymed couplet and iambic pentameter based on the, you know, the fourth moon of Galileo. So Donnie Darko was just, I don't mind thinking during a movie, but that one was bad to make me think too much. Uh, oh, unanswered questions in Get Shorty, we had you know, what was in Locker C-18? Uh, same thing in uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. What's the MacGuffin? You know, the thing in the trunk that glows is that the Ark of the Covenant.
0: Um, You know, there's a lot of good movies coming out.
2: Well, I heard that Aquaman, and you got to talk to me about this one. Aquaman made $93.6 in China, and that's, like, unheard of. Oh, it is? Yeah. I have no idea. So, but it's, like, number one for the, what, fifth week in a row now? Well, I think a lot of people... Is it because the guy's just hot or what? No, I think
0: what I think it is is a lot of people don't realize if you look at box office numbers, you always have to look at how many theaters it was released in. And that's kind of why like, you know, Avatar is one of the most best-selling movies, but you have to look like look at how many movie theaters it was in compared to, you know, another movie of that released that year that wasn't a, a action movie. I'm talking like it was might have been 5,000 more theaters. So, but, but so the reason I'm saying China is China ha- is now booming with movie theaters. Mm-hmm. So, if you're saying they made 93 million across 15,000 movie theaters, that's not that very good. That's not very good. And, but I mean, true. So, but the simple
2: fact that they've opened up, they, they put that movie in so many theaters shows that the Chinese, the communist but, Chinese are It
0: also might be a happy medium because of how many movies that are targeted to the Chinese audience. That make it overseas to the China market are very limited when it comes to movies released in the United States. Meaning, say we have ten movies released here in the United States, two of those movies will probably go to China, not all ten. So, well, when you, when China you're, will refuse most. Well, of that's what I'm saying. When you're in China, basically you only have two movies to choose from. Right. That's new, and so that's. I mean, I think they figured that out, and especially they're too big to fail. These movies now are. Where they sp- they had the budget to, but
2: Aquaman beat the pants off of, let's say, Suicide Squad or possibly well, even Justice League, and because it's like it seems like DC is kind of m- missing the boat. The Marvel extended universe, they set up some decent individual movies, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, and then made the the group movies, Avengers, kind of. Better than the sum of the parts.
0: Well, we t- we talked about this. DC's on,
2: doing the opposite.
0: Well, we, we yeah we talked about this on the ticket sub where basically they're I know we were talking about the what makes them different. I was like, well, Aquaman now is their first attempt to making a origin story. They haven't made an origin story. They did it with uh, they did it with uh, Man of Steel, but that was so long ago they didn't have the group effort to make all these movies release at a certain time. Right. And so they,
2: they just slapdash. Oh, because aren't we? They said The Flash is going to be out by now. Yeah. By, by last year. And I year. think
0: the Aquaman is their last test to see. Because the problem is, going to happen with the momentum of this movie is not going to be able to catch to The Flash. Because if they don't already have a release date and mm-hmm. ads running for The Flash in the next eight months, it's kind of like they're going to lose that momentum. I mean, if you look at The Avengers and you look at all those Mar- Marvel movies, they already know when the next movie's coming out, it's released on time. And there's always a teaser at the end of the most recent movie for the next movie. So they say, like, the Flash will appear next in Aquaman, the man going to the sky, or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it.
2: But So talk to me about it, because I, I do see that, uh, you know, a lot of uh, Aquaman, I think it's probably a heavy female audience, because the dude is hot. I mean, I, I can say that. No problems. Jason, what's his name? Jason something? Momoa? Or something? The, uh, Some Mumu, tough name. Jason Momoo, Yeah. But Aquaman, if you think of superheroes, somewhere it changed because when I was growing up, Aquaman was this blonde Caucasian with short hair, you know, like Aquaman and Super Friends. And now he's this ripped long-haired bearded guy. And I I wonder if it's the same Aquaman. Like, you know how they have like two different Spider-Man yeah. now? I
0: mean, I don't really know too much about this movie. I did know they they made some questionable cast choices mainly because they're too recognizable. Like, I always feel movies that have a big idea don't need, like, a Bruce Willis in the movie mm-hmm. because it distracts too much.
2: Unless that person's like, a really small cameo.
0: Yeah. Well, they have, like, uh, Nicole Kidman's the mom. And I always think Nicole Kidman's always a distraction. In Wait, movies.
2: Nicole Kidman is Aquaman's mom? Yeah. And I, I, I know she's not young anymore, but she's not...
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, it just kind of it weirds me out when they do Like, Willem Dafoe's in it. Willem Dafoe, to me, is a distraction. I don't know why, every time I see it. Well, he hams every... He
2: made the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. He made the Boondock Saints. He made... Yeah, you put Willem so Dafoe in a movie. It's kind of like, all right. I, it's mean, like Jack Nicholson and Batman. He got top billing for good reason. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, also, the Joker was the main villain. Like, Willem Dafoe's character is not a main character.
2: Well, yeah, but here's the thing. At least Jack Nicholson earned it because he, he was main and he was part of the movie. But look at um, the original Superman movie in 70, 77 or 78 with... Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman got star billing. It was Marlon Brando, Gene Hackman and Superman, also starring Superman, Christopher Reeve. Y- you know, so when non-when actors who aren't playing the title role get billing over the title, well I think that's also to me, uh, Yeah, it gives out. you an idea where,
0: where the direction of the is going and I I know the the folk the man who's directing Aquaman directed Fast and the Fear Fur- Fury 7. And he did a lot of scary movies. And there's a lot of talent that's required to make, and this is gonna sound silly, to make a good horror film. Like, because it, it, there's so mm-hmm. many horror films every year. If you're able to create the one or two that stand out, then you're pretty good at creating a story mm-hmm. and doing well with the camera work and like the art of filmmaking. Well,
2: you've proven, because like Paranormal Activity, they shot it for like 5,000 bucks in their own house. As a calling card, they're like, listen, it's not a real movie. We just want to show you what we can do with with no money. And it was Steven Spielberg that told them, hey, listen, change the ending. Miramax will give you $9 million to clean it up and release it. And so it became this huge, I, I think it holds a record or well, held a record for a while for the So this
0: director, return. you know what scary movies he did? Hmm. He did the original Saw. I hated that. The original Saw. The hate- original one from 2003. I, I got
2: to tell you this. You know why I hated he did the Saw short so film. much?
0: He did the short film, and then he did Saw.
2: You know why I hated Saw so much? Why? Okay, the ending is the whole, the cell phone is just out of his reach, and he has a hacksaw in his hand, right? He's so, he got cut off his foot, right? Yeah. yeah. The phone was just out of his reach, but put the hacksaw in your hand and use the hacksaw, which gives you like another foot extension, to drag the phone to you. It was so dumb. I, I, he cut off his foot at the end. Sorry, people, spoilers. Because it was in the script. That was the only reason it was in there.
0: And then he also did uh, The Conjuring. Mm. He did Insidious.
2: Mm-hmm. Scare- oh, I loved Insidious. And then he did
0: Furious 7. So uh, I haven't
2: seen any of the, the Fast and Furious movies, but Insidious, I loved it because finally you get a family where we're in a house, bad stuff's happening, creepy stuff's happening. Okay, house is haunted. Let's move. And the first thing they do is move. And I love that because every horror movie is yeah. a haunted house and they don't move. Hey, look, walls are bleeding again. But he, he's a good director,
0: and so that's mm-hmm. when you always got to have a solid director. And then again, like the cast, that's the only thing I'm telling you. I didn't like the cast. There's some people in it that are going to, they don't merge well in the creative world to me.
3: Mm-hmm. Does
0: that make sense? Like, like having Nicole Kidman in an epic movie always draws me out. Like I remember seeing Australia. She's good
2: in, bat, in the Batman with Val Kilmer. She was the bright point in that. But as Aquaman's mom? I don't, I don't well, for example, they have it.
0: Dolph Lundgren in it.
2: <laughs> Drago? Yeah. They got Drago. I like, that's in the kind movie. of strange. And uh yeah, and it's just there's some strange well, things. Because don't they have um oh uh, who was the gal in the Conan movies? I was thinking, isn't she in Wonder Woman or am I hallucinating? You're
0: talking I, about the new
2: Conan movie? No, no, the original was Schwarzenegger. Oh, I don't know. I, I can't I I could be talking smack here, so I'll get off that train of thought. But if you notice Wonder Woman by I watched Wonder Woman and I saw why it did so well the acting was superb the 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 story between her and chris pine and the empowerment angle of it was was awesome aquaman to me has always to me has been like a, a b team you know he's like emergency backup guy
0: well he's very limited
2: yeah exactly you so know
0: how you set him up because like his powers are only effective in water so why is this
2: movie making so much money
0: because people like Jason Momoa, yeah,
2: is it? I really, I really
0: think, hot. I really think it's Jason Momoa. Well, then
2: they need a new Flash because I don't even know who, the name of the guy that got playing that Barry Allen in the in the Justice yeah. League movies. But I'm not Flash is my favorite superhero of all time. Thing, I love well one
0: Flash. thing that they're realizing this is something that was announced I think three weeks ago, two weeks ago is Netflix's uh, Marvel universe is they they all got canceled. Mm-hmm. So what I think what's happening is they started noticing the whole pie is being formed now of what people are willing to go see. So, for example, if they made a Daredevil movie with a different Daredevil while Daredevil miniseries is on Netflix, people are going to be like, this isn't my Daredevil.
2: And DC was, and they're still doing it with the Supergirl series, Supergirl and Flash, because they're different than the Justice League. Because
0: they're popular. And Like the Arrow, the, the strangest thing happened last week. My dad said he watches the Arrow. My dad, who has a show coming up. Well, he's
2: my generation. We grew up with Oliver I, Queen.
0: But I was just like, why are you watching that crappy show? Because it's crappy.
2: I don't watch Arrow, but I watched. No, I got like two seasons of Supergirl. Red in my Sonia. DBR. Red Sonia. I, I think that's it.
0: That's I, when uh, Bert
7: was nice
2: Bridget, to throw that Is it Bridget Nelson? She's like former, former Mrs. Rocky or former Mrs. Uh, no, She's so Mary Stallone, yeah. Stallone. Isn't she in. Uh, Wonder Woman, or am I confusing her with Connie Nielsen? Who, we do, we do have Siri. Ask yeah, Siri. Yeah, there we go. So I did hear that in the Supergirl series. Now I'm like two seasons behind. I got to catch up. But apparently they had this huge crossover event with like the Flash yeah. and Arrow and stuff. Well, and they even, even the Arrow.
0: In, yeah, the Arrow. I think my uh, my dad, because my dad's like, "Have you ever seen the Flash?" And I'm like, "Which one?"
2: And then well, that's the thing. Apparently in their season cliffhanger their mid season cliffhanger, there's like this. Crisis on Infinite Earths storyline, and all these heroes are dead, and one of them who pops up is the Flash from the 90s. John Wesley Shipp, remember his Flash series? He's actually Well, you know they did that with
0: the new Spider-Man animated movie.
2: I I saw a trailer for it, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, so
0: there's the Spider-Man multiverse. It's called, like, Spider-Man Into the Multiverse, I think. It's It's an animated movie. It's won a bunch of awards. They're thinking they might win the... If it's nominated for the Oscar, they might, hmm. might win. But apparently they bring all of the old Spider-Man. Even Tobey Maguire Spider-Man apparently is in it. And they make fun of it. And it's like every Spider-Man multiverse. Whoever's played Spider-Man in the history, it's
2: there. With Nicholas Hammond from the 70s? Yeah. Awesome. That was so, so cool.
0: They're, I, it's really strange what they did. But, uh... I think the, the superhero world is gonna start slowing down. And I think what's funny is the Peter Jackson movie's coming out. It's probably gonna be horrible. It's that Oh, the uh, the Mortal City Immortal Engines or immortal whatever. Immortal engines, yeah. And it's unfortunately he didn't direct it. I think a lot of people got confused when they saw Peter Jackson. Like, no, he's well, why I think he I think he spected the script. Like he picked up the script and liked it and he worked with the guy.
2: That's why they had to kick Del Toro off the Hobbit series and people were like, Yeah, there's a Hobbit. Oh, he, Jackson's not directing, never mind. And people weren't gonna watch it. Now Guillermo del Toro is a great director for what he is, but people wanted Jackson. Speaking of Jackson, did I believe it's coming out on cinemas for like a special day, and I, I got to find out what day. I hope it hasn't already happened. Remember that World War One movie where he, he took the footage and he colorized it and cleaned it up and added dialogue to it, so you're seeing real World War One. Yeah, I.
0: it's coming. It's coming our way.
2: Yeah. I've, I've got to watch well, that. you
0: know, we're, we're, I'm looking, reading some of these comments on Facebook. They're getting tired of superhero talk and superhero movies. So, Misty, yeah, let's I get back to politics. Well, ah! well Misty, what I want to tell you to check out, and I wanted to show you this. There's a trailer out. It's called Brightburn. So check it out, Brightburn. Apparently, it's a it's a thriller, but it's basically the same premise as Superman, where they find a kid, they try to hide the thing, and he finds out he's a Superpowers, but he's bad. And he start. it looks like a scary movie where you think he like murders people. And it's like, it's pretty. It what's the
2: name of that movie where the so aliens check come? Check it out. It's and, called Brightburn. What's the name of the movie where the aliens come and you can't talk because they hear everything? Arrival. No, 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 no. That's where the aliens come and they have oh, they language. Can, okay. It's a quiet place. Oh, it's or a something? quiet place. Yeah. Is that out on. I don't know. I missed but, it. I don't uh, want to see, but it. Miss,
0: yeah, check that out. I think that might be a good way to refresh your superhero because finally someone's doing something that's a little different. But uh, who doesn't want to watch an eleven-year-old kid kill the whole town?
2: I don't know. I'm all for it. But
0: uh, we're gonna take our quick break, and we'll, we'll come back. Come back. We'll talk headlines. about something that y'all don't want to hear about. <laughs> so uh, no more politics. <laughs> no more
2: superheroes.
0: Ten thirty-six. I do have some. I do have a politic thing. I wanted to talk about the Brexit thing. Okay. Cause it, is it legitimately a bunch of people going, "Oh man, they voted, but we don't want to do this." Yeah, pretty much. That's so yeah, strange. Yeah, you know,
2: people. When a vote happens, you gotta stick with it. Hello. You think so? Yes.
0: Oh, all right. We'll be right back.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632.
4: We would like to
0: thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
4: Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning services such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
3: Three seven seven six to take your first step into the radio world
0: did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in montgomery county will you help make a difference i'm allie stevens with costa child advocates of montgomery county we train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system kids removed from their home because of abuse and neglect and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children to learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Welcome back. Maurice Loonstar, Irelandstar.com. All right, guys. I know we don't want to talk about politics, but I do have to get some insight to some two co- topics that I want to talk to Sean about. No. And one of them was the Brexit thing. I know that was a vote. That was a vote. Yes. One vote. Uh, yes. And that was a vote in simple terms of, we want to It was leave. a popular
2: vote, too. They don't have Electoral College in England, so it was a popular vote.
0: So they wanted to leave the EU. Mm-hmm. And then some. from what I'm understanding from all the fake news reports is <laughs> they haven't actually figured out how to leave the EU.
2: Yeah, there was a knee-jerk reaction to the European Union. We want out of here. So <clears> they <throat> they called a popular vote because in England, you know, it's not every four years. You can call a vote pretty much whenever you want a general election. You can hold a, a vo- an election of no confidence in the current government. And it's not a two-party system over there. There's no Bill of Rights. There's no, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's way different. And so they it's held different. a popular vote and the majority said, okay, you know, we're, we're listening to the panic. Let's get out of the European Union. And they're like, oh, they really didn't think it was going to happen. Those in power thought it was just a nuisance election. And all of a sudden, and that's why they're drawing comparisons to the the Trump winning, that he just wasn't supposed to win. You had 17 Republican candidates Trump was like never supposed to win. And then Mm -hmm. he was up against Hillary Clinton. He's not supposed to win. And all of a sudden they did. And same kind of reaction. Those, it was a democratic process
5: on both for Brexit
2: and for Trump. But people like, we don't like the results. So now we have to destroy the democratic process that allowed this vote to happen. And that's disconcerting to say a vote went, didn't go my way. So I need to destroy the voting process.
0: And I think it's kind of weird that. People are okay with that.
2: Mm-hmm. No, they're not. And Theresa May is uh, uh, going to go down in the annals of history of being one of the most whacked out British prime ministers ever because she. You, you don't have a. Trump is all over the map. I mean, every day he comes up with weird stuff, and he'll tweet something, and he's all over the map. But he's consistent with his with the message. I guess I should say, you know out of, you know, we're going to get rid of bad deals, or what he feels are bad deals, whether or not they actually are a bad deal. You know, every day he says the same thing, but drives people crazy. Teresa May's driving people crazy for the exact opposite. She's, oh, we're going to do this, no, we're going to try that. And it's it's just, it's a mess over there. But with a voting situation, just be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. But if it doesn't go your way, you can't deny it. You can't say we're, we have to undo this election unless there was actual fraud. And, you know, collusion is not a crime. So unless there was actual fraud, election fraud, you can't undo an election. You just got to wait for the next one. And what they're hoping in England is that with Brexit, that they can throw in another vote uh, to have people vote to stay in the european union but it may be too late on that and a lot of bridges got burned as a result and theresa may is just not lead, in my opinion well i'll be interested to see
0: how it turns out and yeah and another another kind of bigger story and this is what got me thinking i was reading that the china this the china the country the china is the china the china is threatening the canada because apparently they arrested yahweh's it yahweh
2: Huey? Huey Sure.
0: It's some technology company. They they did the CFO. Yahweh is the
2: Jewish name for God.
0: Okay, let's not do Yahweh then. Uh, it's got to be Huey or something like that. It's H-U-A-W-E-I. But apparently that's state sponsored. Yeah, you yeah, way whatever. Sure. It's state sponsored, so the, the country, the China, owns yes. Yahweh. The China. Or Huey or whatever. So yeah, it got yeah. me thinking, when do you think, and I love the listener's opinion on this, when do you think a corporation's going to make threats that big. Because they said there's going to be grave consequences if Canada does not free the CFO from this China-sponsored company. So I get China owns that company, so it's basically China. But I'm talking like, say, an Apple or a Amazon or whoever goes, oh, hey, if you don't let our CFO go, there's going to be grave consequences. Do you ever see a corporation making those kind of threats?
2: Not with teeth behind it, but that corporation can lean on the government with, hey, we gave your can you know, we gave your party. That's
0: not as awesome as reading the headline like Apple threatens the United States government. Well,
2: remember in China, everything is Face- communist, I can see everything's Facebook nationalized. Kind of like that. So you don't have a private corporation in China that the government doesn't have its fingers in. So the company may be trying to say, listen, there are ways out of this, but the government takes over and they say nope. We're we're gonna we would rather destroy this company than let you have it. And the company's like, uh, but but, do you, but but. Do you see
0: something that's, it, what seems trivial to me as something like this actually leading to like a uh, the Duke of Ferdinand whatever from World Arch, War One, Archduke? Archduke Ferdinand. Yeah, do you think it could be something like that? Like that.
2: Every world impactful. War, every world war has begun with a single killing. So, yeah. World War One and World War Two.
0: Well, they didn't kill this one. They just arrested her. So let's let's remember that. Okay,
2: every revolution begins with one arrest, okay. like the the final straw. Yeah. Well,
0: that's what's kind of like going on in France, right? That was they're saying that the fuel tax is the final straw mm-hmm. for a hundred thousand plus people wearing vests and burning stuff. And
2: yeah, darn but, that Paris Climate Accord that everyone was supposed to be in on. Oh, never mind.
0: But uh, no, I just I found it funny where my thought was going with the CFO getting arrested for doing something apparently bad. But I was just thinking, you know, what happens when when these giant corporations start kind of playing their game? And-
2: Over, in the overseas world, I see it. In America, there are checks and balances as well as, you know, just watch any episode of The West Wing. You can have uh, a Christian missionary or a uh, captured by a tribe or you can have a CFO or CEO of a corporation get kidnapped by pirates or a, a, a nation state. Uh, You negotiate. That's when you send in the diplomats, you you do back-channel negotiations, you pay a ransom, you hire a private contractor to get them out uh, without using the military. You know, the government overtly, and I I choose that word strongly, overtly stays out of it. But, you know, there are a lot of backroom machinations happening.
0: On your opinion, do you see this kind of interaction between people? It's kind of like what North Korea does. Where these constantly like make threats, and it's just like
2: yeah. Well, when you say they, it is w- literally the, the North Korea one man. The, yeah, the, the the North Korea the North Korea. It's our favorite whack job, Kim Jong Un, who's making these threats. It's not his generals don't speak out. You can't have an original thought in the North Korean government. If you if you opine something, that will that be the same same thing with China? China? The China? Well, China has a Politburo. Okay. Like the Soviet Union. Yeah, So, yeah, you know, yeah. you have the old men who decide together. North Korea, there's no Politburo bureau. They're, they're, they're our favorite whack job, and that's why there's no original thought because let's say you're a general and you think you're saying the right thing, but you say it before Un can say it, he'll kill you. This is like flat out, you're dead, so no one's going to take a chance on saying anything. So literally, when we say North Korea's got the nuclear power, North Korea, no, it's literally one man okay. doing
0: this. Yeah, I was just always wondering about that because there's so many moving parts in the world in the global world. And then, you know the internet's supposed to bring in information and faster, but when someone makes threats on holding somebody, it's just kind of like, oh, it's either gonna, gonna go one way, guys.
2: Well, the internet, it's a lot okay. It's so like the CIA, everyone sees the CIA as you know, you have agents like uh, you know, you go out with guns. And, and that's why I, I was hesitant to watch the new Jack Ryan series because Jack Ryan is an analyst and they have them running around with guns and stuff. Now, the series handled it well, but there are two different things. You have intelligence, you have operations. Operations are the people that go out and get the information and bring it in. The analysts are the ones that take satellite data, intelligence, uh, I mean, electronic intelligence, satellite intelligence, uh, human intelligence, all these things bring it in and cull through it to find out what's going on. Now, the internet is kind of like, which ironically, internet was made for the CIA originally, but for the same basic purpose, you get all this information coming in. What people are doing and picking and choosing one thing from one source and basing their entire reality on it, which is no. You have to take in all this intelligence from fifty million different sources and use your brains to cull through and separate the wheat from the chaff and and grade the intelligence. Is this A plus? Is this B minus? Is this D intelligence? And that's I don't how you know, is come it up that the simple?
0: Answers. You think they're like, hey, that's give me the this, report card, guys.
2: Ever since the OSS became the CIA, that's how it's been. That's, and that's how it's supposed to be,
0: but uh, or so
2: I've heard. Yeah, I think that I think
0: we should start testing the waters and just start kidnapping people. <laughs> like if I was the Canada, opinions of Dick so may or may what, not. What, what I would do is if I was Canada and someone came like, "Hey, we got this lady. She's apparently we're gonna accuse her of doing something bad because she did or didn't. Whatever." I would totally be like, "Oh, we've in China's going on the phone. Hey, where's this lady? Oh, we lost her. Well, yeah, we don't know where she is. She's that's crazy, right?" And that's it. That's the end of the story.
2: The end.
0: So, Because everyone gets dis- disappears all the time, right?
2: Right. Well, that was our political slam real quick. I got some local news we can talk about. Yeah, Mr. we got Vegas. about five
0: more minutes. I kind of want to talk about uh, some other things going on. So you go start with yours.
2: Okay. Well, Lake Conroe uh, said earlier, I think, that it closed down because of the weather, but they're going to reopen it today at 12 noon. So you okay. can go back and, you know, join the polar bear club. Conroe Firefighters saved 100 snakes, snakes and lizards from a Conroe house fire. Um, I only have one a uh, one word question for that. Why? Sorry, I hate snakes. Okay. Well, Why did you save the snakes, people? Um, for, uh, for the Woodlands, 50 acres in Creekside Park is about to become annexed into the Woodlands. This was a, uh, a popular annex vote happened. Flare Builders is going to be building some stuff. Over the weekend, I-45 South at New Waverly was shut down for a while because, and I saw a photo of this, a rig hit a pothole and just like, it totally destroyed the rig. It's not like a pot or like a little dinky one. I mean, this, this axle came off. Okay. Um, The rains jacked up some people, but looks like no one flooded per se. So we're happy about that. Uh, The Ark Church over the weekend gave away 180,000 pounds of food. That is really awesome. And there's a report coming in, and I think it's full of lies. The report says that the best time to drink coffee is not when you first wake up, but an hour after you wake up, because that's the peak production uh, time of cortisol, which is the stress and alertness hormone.
0: So what's Folgers going to do with their ads? That's
2: what I'm saying. I think this 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 report here is BS. Drink coffee whenever you want to. If I could find a way to mainline it from, the, from my bed, I actually, uh, before I got married this time, I actually had a Mr. Coffee by my bedside, so... I would set it the night before. That's uh, that's impressive. I know. There,
0: uh, I want to talk about three events going on on the 15th because this is the uh, week of the 15th. <laughs> uh, we did have Jody Schreier in the studio talking about Hope for the Holidays. We still are giving <laughs> away two tickets, so if you're listening to this now, uh, all you got to do is go to Facebook or email us, mwls at irelandstar.com. Send us a message saying you want the two tickets. Let us know what show you want to go to, the 2 o'clock or the 6 o'clock. More info on Hope for the Holidays, com. Uh, Also, uh, two other events that are very important to the community. Uh, There's Christmas Santa hosted by the VFW Post 4709. That's over there on 1303 West uh, Siemens. Or am I saying it right?
2: Sure, Siemens,
0: Siemens, Siemens Avenue. Uh, That's at the VFW Post 4709, happening on the 15th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And also another event from our, our buddies at Inspire Productions who put on a bunch of the food truck stuff that goes around. Montgomery County, they're doing their uh, holiday food truck called the Holly Jolly Food Truck Festival happening at Town Green Park on December 15th from 11 to 7 p.m. Uh, So if you're looking for something to do that day, there is no excuse not to get out and enjoy Montgomery County as it is. Uh, Yeah, so there's our show today. There you go. That's not bad,
2: right? Yeah. Thanks for the interaction. We love it. Uh, Our listeners, when you you talk back to us, keep the conversation going.
0: Yeah, and... uh, Today's show partnered with Bean Punk Coffee, coming your way soon to Montgomery, Texas. Uh, Also, Creative Content Creation C3 and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Uh, We will be back guaranteed on Wednesday. We're uh, still looking for some guests this week, so if you're interested in being a guest, just contact us the same way you contact us to win those two tickets to Hope for the Holidays. That's not hard to do, folks. So you've been listening to Mornings of Lone Star on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. And IRLoneStar.com worldwide on the Lone Star Internet Radio app on your smart devices. And uh, also Conroe's FM, 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook Live. We will see you guys later. I
3: wish I knew. Your how. eyes are like stars.